Praise the Lord. You need to ask yourself, is your name in the book of life? Can you just ask your neighbor? Ask him or her, is your name in the book of life? Then ask yourself, is my name in the book of life? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you the glory and honor for the privilege that we have had to ask ourselves this question. We give you all the praises. Lord, we glorify your holy name. Lord, as we go into your word, come and teach us your word that enable us to know that, yes, our name must be in that book of life. That everything that we do that can blot our name out of that book, that the Lord should remove them from our life permanently in the mighty name of Jesus. As we are here, Lord, speak your word to us yourself. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have just seen that uh, little clip, but keep asking yourself whether your name is in that book. Have you ever visited um, any bookshop? If you have visited bookshop, you will see so many kinds of books of different topics. Some are with volumes. You have volume 1, volume 2, volume 3, and so on. Many books can be found in the bookshop. Another one at your palm is your answer. If you Google, also you can find as many books as possible. So Google is just also like a standard uh, bookshop. So when you enter a standard bookshop, you will see different kind of books of different kind of subjects. Some books are there for awareness, some for new vision, some for insight. Some are giving directions. Some are talking about new things. But come to think of it, is there any new thing? In this world, is there anything that has never happened before? Let's see what the uh, Bible says. Ecclesiastes 1, chapter, uh, chapter 1, verse 9. Ecclesiastes 1, verse 9. That which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new under the sun. Nothing new. Even if you come with fresh ideas tomorrow, somebody might have done it somewhere or some years back. So nothing new. But in spite of saying that nothing is new, people keep writing. A lot of us are sitting down here. We might be thinking of writing books. So what has Bible say about people that we keep writing book. Ecclesiastes again, 12, from verse 12 to 14. And further, my son, be admonished by these. Of making many books, there is no end. And much study is wearisome to the flesh. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment including every secret thing, whether good or evil. God is going to evaluate everyone, including every secret thing that we might have done. 
Either it is good or evil. God is definitely going to evaluate everyone. In spite of Bible saying that there is no end to book writing, people still keep writing. People keep writing books because Bible also is saying there is no end to it. But mind you, you can be a fast reader, but you will never read all the books in your life, in your lifetime. Most days, you see many books are written, some for money, some for other things. But brethren, there are a lot of books that have been written that shouldn't have be, even be written at all. And what will happen to those books? It should be destroyed. There are a lot of books. There are a lot of magazines that have been written, that have been sold, that should not even be in the, in the market. Now, during the early church, there are a lot of books as well. Let's look at Acts of Apostles and see what happened to those books. Acts of Apostles 19 from verse 18 to 20. And many who had believed came confessing and telling their deeds. Yeah, they begin to tell their deeds. Also, many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together. They brought their books. And what happened? And burned them in the sight of all. They burned them because that, those type of books should not even exist. And they counted up the value of them and it totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. And prevailed. Can I hear amen? amen. Hallelujah. One of the problems associated with book writing these days is piracy. You can be writing your books even when you are writing it online. Suppose you are writing online. If you are not careful, somebody will just publish it somewhere. But brethren, I want to tell you about one particular book that can never be pirated. It can never be pirated. That book, you cannot find it in a bookshop. You cannot find it on Google. You cannot find it on bookstore. And what that book are we talking about? It is not that it is out of stock. <laughs> I want you to understand that not that it is out of stock. Because it has only one copy. And the owner is the one keeping that copy. And where is this owner? It's in heaven. That means the book is written in heaven. Praise the Lord. That is the book of life. Now, you are on the earth here. And the book has been written in heaven. You need to find a way your name will go into that book. How your name will enter into that book. Praise the Lord. The book of life. What is this book of life? And what is it for? Like I said, in the past, many books have been written. If you look at Old Testament, we used to have seven books of Moses, book of this, book of that. Genesis 5.1, talk about the book of generation of Adams. I'm not, we are not going to read that, but you can check it. Genesis 5.1, talk about the book of generation of Adams. In Nehemiah 7, verse 5, he said, I found a register of genealogy of them which came up 
at first. This is another book. But this particular book I'm talking about, it is written in heaven. And God is the author of this book. It is neither old. It is not an Old Testament or New Testament. It is a book of record of every current event. As you are sitting here, whatever action you, that is going on within your mind is being recorded in this book of life. Praise the Lord. This is a book that each and every one of us should plan to have our names written in that book. And once your name is, is, is written there, you have to guide it to ensure that the same name is not being removed. Praise the Lord. It must not be blotted out. What does Bible says about this book? Revelation 20, 12. And I saw the dead. He saw the dead. Small and great. Small and great. Standing before God. And books were opened. Books. Books were opened. Okay. And another book was opened. Another one was opened. Which is the book of life. The book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works. By the things which were written in the books. That means we all of us. A time is coming that we are going to be judged with that book. There's no partiality about this. I used to think when I was small that this book of life, when I first heard the message when I was young, that, okay, if God is in heaven, he's writing everything in that book. One of my teachers in Sunday school in those days told me that your shadow... Whenever your shadow follows you, he record everything you are doing and transfer to God. Then smartly, we ask the teacher that, what of when we enter into darkness? That means whatever we do there is not shown. He said, yes, you, you, you are not seeing your shadow because it is darkness. What is the color of your shadow? We say black. Say, so when you, you enter there, it's still there. Praise the Lord. So, whatever you do, someone is following you, recording. Maybe that time I, I'm talking about now was around 70 something. Maybe if it is now, our teacher then should have used the word video. Maybe the, the shadow is recording video. Praise the Lord. So, so much was said about book of life. Even in the, in the, in the, in the Old Testament, Daniel 7.10. Daniel 7.10 A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands, thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. Again, the book were opened. Now, I want you to flash back to the home cell when we were treating the, the book of Revelation. This was Daniel in the Old Testament. When the revelation was made to John, it was in the New Testament. In Daniel 12, 1, brother. And at that time shall Michael stand up, 
the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. Every one. And I pray that your name shall not be missed in that book in Jesus' name. Amen. And my name shall not be missed in that book in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. This book is so important that we need to have our names written there. And when you talk of names, when we are talking of name, what does it mean? Every one of us, we have name. But what type of name do you have? Proverbs 21, or Proverbs 22, 1 say, A good name is rather to be choosing than great riches and loving favor rather than sliver and good. You need to have a good name. If you don't have a good name, that name will not enter that book of life. Having a name signifies that you have lived. That is your life. When you have a name, it's also so that you, 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 you exist. It shows that you exist. Because Jeremiah 1, 5 says, Before the conception, the Lord knows you. So having a name signifies that you are listed. Exodus 32, 32. This scripture, brother, don't worry. You can read it on your own. We are coming back to that. This scripture indicates that the Lord has written a book. And it seems this book is the book of life. If you read that story, you will notice how Moses referred to this book when he was dealing with the rebellion of the Israelites. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So having a name shows that you are loved. As long as there is John 3, 16, you are loved. Praise the Lord. So your name is what identifies you. Psalm 147, verse 4. Even the star are named. Um, unfortunately, these days, because of the light, if you look at the sky in the night, you can see millions of stars. The Bible makes it clear that in, in Psalm 147 that he counted the number of stars. He called them by their names. How much, much of you? God knows your name. So don't think that you have done something, they are going to write Francis' name there. No. You have your own name. And that your name is what they are going to, to write there. They can never write the name of your husband or the name of your wife. Your own name will be the one that will be written. If you are sleeping, shout hallelujah. Very good. Praise the Lord. So, if that's your precious name is not in the book of life, as we have just seen, please, you need to turn a new leaf. You need to wake up. Don't think because you are coming to church, your name is automatic. Never think so. There are some fruitless efforts that we are making that may not allow our names to be written in that book. Being a church member is not enough for your name to be in that book. You must comply with Romans 10, 9 to 10, brother. 
that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, if you, you have to confess with your own mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, not just confessing with your mouth, you have to believe that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved. And when you are saved, what does that mean? Your name is written in that book. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Praise the Lord. In John 3, 3 it says, Jesus answered and said to them, Truly, truly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. I believe that it begins to have shape now. Only those that are redeemed with that precious blood of Jesus, we have their name written in that book. So brethren, you must ensure that you are redeemed and become a member of God's family. That is the church. Maybe you are already a member. But as you are sitting now, maybe you are just a bookwoman. I mean the bench woman. You just sit to occupy the space. You have a permanent seat like United Nations in the church. That is not enough. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not enough. You need to move forward in the right direction. You need to be redeemed. Hebrew 12, 23. To the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Hallelujah. So, you are already on the way. You are already on the line of your name to be in this book. But don't fall down in the, mean, in the middle of the way. God is recording everything that you are doing. All those that have repented, God is recording it. Praise the Lord. God will only give that internal life we have been hearing only if you change to God. You turn to God, I mean. If you accept him as your personal <laughs> savior, that is when your name can go into that book. It's unfortunate that that clip jumped one particular place. The brother was telling the angel that I pay my tithe and I do all sorts of things in the church. I feed the poor. I attend the church regularly. But the angel insists that there are a lot of things hidden in your heart that, not, uh, that have not allowed your name to be written in that book. Praise the Lord. It's your name in the book of life. It's your name written in the book of life. Once your name is written, ensure that it is not removed. Psalm 87, verse 6. When the Lord registered the nation, he will say, this one has become a citizen of Jerusalem. Once your name has been registered, we are not talking of Jerusalem of this earth, this Jerusalem of heaven is what we are talking about. Praise the Lord. So when you repent your sin, you have that that your name is already in the book of life. Don't allow Satan to deceive you. 
deceiving you in the sense that, okay, you can, you can uh, commit a particular sin. After all, you go back and quickly kneel down and pray. The bell can sound at any time. At any time, it can happen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Only those that are victorious, only those that are overcomer, that are able to withstand all those things we learned during the home cell study of uh, the book of Revelation, and which we are also passing through now. Brethren, is your name written in the book of life? Your name can be written in the book of life along with the name of the millions of all overcomers. So what am I saying is that you need to ensure that your name is registered by becoming an overcomer. You have to overcome Satan. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You can be saved today by trusting and believing on the Lord Jesus Christ if you are willing to repent your sin. That is very, very important. If you are a laborer of gospel also, your name will be written in the book of life. Amen. Not just that in isolation. Because you can now begin to say, okay, I have to evangelize and talk to people about God. But this is part of it. When uh, Paul was talking in Philippians 4.3. Follow workers whose names are written in the book of life. Once you are genuinely born again, genuinely, you have this assurance that your name is in the book of life. You need to give your heart, your mind, and yourself, and submit yourself totally to God in whatever you are doing. Then, your name will be in the book of life. Praise the Lord. But in this book of life, there are some special things I want you to now take note of. Special things. Sometimes I study, I say there is terms and conditions. Yes. In this book of life also there is terms and conditions. I want to tell you that you are responsible if your name is going to be in that book of life. Your pastor is not responsible for that. Your wife or your husband or your children, they are not responsible for whether your name goes into that book. You are only responsible for it yourself. But there are special things that I want to mention here. And uh, um, one of those things is uh, no man or man can influence or control whose name is registered in this book. No one. Men do not have control whose name is written in the book of life. And who is responsible? You. You alone have control whether you get your name into that book or not. When I said no man or no one, is that not an excitement? That you are the one responsible. Let me tell you. If men control this, our politicians will ensure that if you don't vote for them, Hallelujah. <laughs> Your name will not go into that book. In this book we are talking about, no one has control over it. The politicians have no control over it. Your big brother, 
Maybe you are very small and some people are trying to intimidate you within the street. You go back home and call your big brother, then he followed you. And he walked like a full grand behind you. Then he will tell them, allow my brother to pass, allow my sister to pass. Praise the Lord. I was looking at Sister Teresa one day. She was going with her soldiers, the, 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 the boys. Just say, ah, this woman is secured. <laughs> eh, yes, praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. So, what am I saying here is that no one can control this. Because if men do control our politicians, the rich people, they will just buy about maybe one million page and say, okay, these are my followers. Write their name inside. But in this case, no particular person have that power. No rich person, no powerful politician, your, your big brother, your big sister, your father, your mother cannot direct God that write it, write the name in the book. Now, I want us to go into Bible and see the example of people that want to control God in, this, in the book of life. First is David. Are you surprised? Okay, Psalm 69. We are not going to read it, but I will quickly explain because of our time. Psalm 69, verse 4 to 5. David first described his condition. How he was hated, how they hated him. He described that, that is from verse 4 to 5 of that 69. In 7 to 13, he presents himself as a suffering for God. You know, sometimes when your, any of your children want to get something from you, they will come to you and begin to scratch their head and be saying so many sweet things, so many things that by the time they finish, you will put your hand in the pocket and say, take. David also has gone in this way. So, verse 7 to 13, he presents himself as sovereign for God. In 14 to 18, he prayed for deliverance from this trouble. And what is that trouble? The trouble that he has mentioned in 1 to, um, yeah, 1 to, 1 to 4 and 17 to 13. So he prayed for deliverance from this trouble. And in verse 22 to 28, and then he prayed for his enemy to be destroyed. He prayed for his enemy to be destroyed. Okay, agree? If your enemy is trying to block your way, you can pray to God to, to take them out. Praise the Lord. But let's look how he prayed his own prayer. I want us to read verse 27 and 28, brother. Psalm 69. Add iniquity unto their iniquity. And he said, add iniquity to their iniquities. Okay. And let them not come into thy righteousness. Okay. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living and not be written with the righteous. Yes, yeah, some Bible put it 
let may they be blotted out of the book of life and may they not be recorded with the righteous now david is trying to dictate to god what to do he's trying to control it but our god is god of mercy he's god of mercy because the same enemy that david was targeting that time can turn to god tomorrow god always gives opportunity so can you say because david has offered this prayer the enemies are destroyed immediately some of them might have been given chance or chances to repent our god is god of mercy in the case of david god was the one to determine who was to be in the book of life not david david was not the one to control it but he was trying to tell God that this is what I want you to do. Another example is Moses. That is the one I said we are coming back to. Exodus 32. This is another story. This chapter has to do with rebellion of the children of uh, Israel. Aaron, Moses' brother, made the golden calf. And the Lord desired to destroy the people. What has Moses done? Moses makes entreat for the people. Let's read that uh, Exodus 32, 31 to 33. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Oh, these people have sinned a great sin and have made them gods of gold. Yet now, if thou wilt forgive their sin, if you will forgive their sin, and if not, blot me. Now, if not, blot me. Go ahead, I pray me. thee out of thy book which thou hast written. You see? Now, Moses wants to make himself to be a sacrifice. He said, blot me out of that your book. Go ahead, brother. And the Lord said unto Moses, The Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever hath sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. There's another in my place. The finger that is, that I've seen is the one that they will cut off. That's what God is saying there. Most God was telling Moses that you cannot control me. Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. Now you can see I said the author is God. You have been here, book of life, book of life. Now he confirmed that my book, that God's book. So Moses wanted to have his name removed from the book of life as payment for God not to destroy the Israelite. But you remember the word of, of Moses. Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out. So don't think that because you have sinned for the sin you have committed, that your wife will suffer for it. Somebody has already come to suffer for you and me, so that our name can be in this book of life. And that person... Is Jesus Christ. That is one of the things that I told you. Uh, that is number two now. The first one is that, okay, first one. No one control. We have seen example of Moses and uh, David. Now, no one stumble onto this page by accident. Your name can never appear there by accident. God never made mistake. If your name is written in the book of life, it is because you have the fear of God. 
It is because you have been redeemed. It is because you have turned a new leaf, you have turned to God. You are born again. Once your name has been written, God never make mistake. So don't think that, okay, let me tell you this also. When we are very young, some people, or when we are in the world, when we are drinking beer in those days, some people say, okay, let me commit more sin. By the time God is throwing me into the fire, with the force that he will use, he will throw me above the fire. Brethren, that fire is endless. No mistake. God never made mistake. So once your name appeared there, it is not by accident. It's according to what you have done. Praise the Lord. Philippians 4, verse 2 to 3. I implore you, dear, and I implore Sintish to be the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. These names that we had here were not in the book of life by accident. Paul was confirming that their name already in the book of life. There were reasons for that. They share Paul's struggle in the cause for Christ. They share that struggle. They were workers with Paul. This is something that we need to strive for. This is something that we need to look for. Praise the Lord. Revelation 21, 25 to 27. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day. Now, the, the, the book of life we are talking about, once your name is written in that book, you become a tenant to somewhere. Or maybe a landlord, not even tenant, because it's our father's home. Go ahead, brother. There shall be no night there. No night. And they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But there shall be by no means enter it anything that defiles. Anything that is unclean. Or causes an abomination or, or a lie. Or abomination or lying. But only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. The overcomers. The overcomers. You have not finished, brother. Yeah, 27. Okay, shall yeah. I ever overcome it? But only those whose names are written in the okay, Lamb's Book of Life. Lamb's Book of yeah, Life. Lamb's Book of Life. Praise the Lord. Nothing unclean shall come there. Remember that Exodus 23. Whosoever sin, or Exodus 32, 33. Whosoever sin, his name will be removed from that. Praise the Lord. Now, Another thing I want you to know concerning the book of life is that if your name is recorded, it is a cause for celebration. Amen. It is a cause for jubilation. It's a cause for rejoicing. Because I know many of you here, if you appear in the front page of Times of Oman tomorrow, you will even call pastor, pastor, go and buy Times of Oman. I'm there. Not to talk of if you appear in the middle also, anywhere, even if it is a small picture of yours that you see in the times of a man, you begin to call your friend, go and check. I'm there, go and check. So if you're, because you are excited, you are happy. So brethren, if your name is in the book of life, it's a cause for you to celebrate. 
Tell your neighbor, celebrate. celebrate. Rejoice. Celebrate. Because my name is in the book of life. Let's see what Bible says about this. So, if your name appears in books, in Maxine, so many things like that, you'll be happy. So, Philippians 4, 3 to 4. Philippians 4, 3 to 4. Indeed, true comrade, I ask you also to help these women who have shared my struggle. We have read it that time. In the course of the gospel, together with Clement, also the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are written in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord. Or rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Praise the Lord. Paul was telling them to rejoice in the Lord. So I'm also telling you today, if you have that confidence, like that young man, although his name was not there, if you have the confidence that your name is in the book of life, you begin to celebrate. You can invite me for Briani. Because I will invite you also. Praise the Lord. So it's a cause for celebration. Let's see what Jesus Christ was saying. Concerning rejoicing when your name are in the book of life. Luke 10, in Luke 10, 70 were sent out. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. That is in Luke 10, 17 to 20. Our brother have just read. Now, these 70 were sent out. And what were they doing? They were able to perform so many miracles. So many things. Devils, demons, obeyed them. So because of this, they were so happy. Because they laid their hand on the sick and they healed them. So they were celebrating going to Jesus. But listen to what Jesus said. Verse 20, he said, Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this. Don't rejoice that you can give the word of God. Don't rejoice that you can preach to people and all of them will turn to God. But Jesus says that, he said, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your name are recorded in heaven. And if your name is recorded in heaven, what does it mean? It is written in the book of life. So I ask you the question again. Is your name in the book of life? Is my name in the book of life? Ask yourself whether what you are doing is enough to put your name on that page of that book of life. Praise the Lord. So Jesus Christ was telling them, don't rejoice because you can do all this miracle, but rejoice only because your name has been written in the book of life. 
Those who overcome will not be erased in that book of life. So if you are an overcomer, your name shall never be removed in that book of life. Amen. If you look at the letter to the church of Sardis, Revelation 3, 1 to 5. And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, These things says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works, that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die, for I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. You have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, mm. and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. You see, Jesus Christ was talking there that I will not erase his name from book of life. Rather, I will confess his name before my father and before his angel. So, once you are an overcomer, you are being assured that your name will not be removed from the book of life. Verse 3 of that, uh, of that uh, Revelation 3. Remember, therefore, how, it, you, yeah, go ahead. how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. That is very good advice. For you to be an overcomer today, you need to remember. You have to hold fast and continuously repenting. Repent. Therefore, if, that, thank you, brother. If we overcome our sin, we have the assurance that our name will, that, will be in that book. Revelation 3b says, If therefore you will not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what hour. I will come. That means even when you are, you, you, you are an overcomer and you allow small, small sin again, the Lord Jesus Christ can come like a thief in the night. And that time you will not know. Brethren, you need to ask yourself, is my name in the book of life? Ask your neighbor, is your name in the book of life? Is your name in the book of life? So, for you to have your name in the book of life, in a summary, you need to become a child of God. You need to become a member of a church by obeying the gospel. Galatians 3, since because of our time, I will not go into that one now. Now, I conclude this way. Is your name recorded in the book of life? Nothing is more urgent than to ensure that your name is written in this book of life. There is nothing that is much more urgent than that. If it has not written in that book, it is right now that you need to take that decision. It is right now that you need to confess with your own mouth. That, uh, you confess with your own mouth that Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior so that your name can automatically go into that book of life. What a better opportunity than half your name written in that book of life? 
2 Corinthians 6, 2. For he says, In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now, brethren, I'm telling you, is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Don't delay your salvation. Don't hold back. Don't think that you have that time. The Bible is recording that now is the appropriate time. Now is the right time for you to ensure that your name is written in the book of life. Is your name written in the book of life? Have you been born again? The Lord himself writes the name in the book. No one. The Lord God himself writes in that book. He writes names in that book. He keeps this record. There is no personal assistant. He keeps the book himself. He records the birth of everyone that is born of the Spirit. The moment you are born of the Spirit, he records it that this one have been born of the Spirit. Remember, whoever sinned against God has his name blotted out of his book of life. That the overcomer are in the book of life. Remember that. Remember, they obey and serve the Lord and they have gained the victory over the flesh. This is much more important. We need to gain victory over the flesh. Brethren, They are living holy life through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those overcomer, they live holy life. When the roll call is, is made, when the roll is called up, will they find your name in the book of life? Will you, at the end of the day, will you hear your name when the register is being read? Will you be welcome with, welcome my good servant? Again, 2 Corinthians 6, 2. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Brethren, I want you to begin to think within your mind, within your mouth. This is the right time for you. There should be no delay. May God bless his word. For someone sitting here today, behold, now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. I don't know who that is. But for somebody sitting here today, now is the accepted time. Is it you? Don't look at your neighbor. It's not about your neighbor. Is it your time now to accept the Lord? Is your name written in the book of life? That is the only book that matters. Is your name written in that book of life?
the question to someone sitting here is this. Do you know the Lord as your personal? Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord, Savior, and Master? You've been putting away that question. You've heard that question time and time again. But now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. If the Lord has touched you today, and you want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord, Savior, and Master, I will ask you to stand up. For the rest of you, please keep your eyes closed and talk to God because you need to look at your own life. Do you need to repent? Is there unforgiven sin? But if there is somebody who needs to accept the Lord today, that is step number one. Ask, is this my day? That I am going to give my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't look out through the corner of your eye whether your neighbor is standing or not. Look at yourself. To those of you who say, yes, I know the Lord as personal Lord Savior and Master. And I know that my name is written in the book of life. I want you to ask this question. Are you doing what the Lord is asking you to do? Seated as we are, turn your Bible to Matthew chapter 7. We've already heard this verse. I'm going to repeat it and continue. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Continue from verse 24. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew, and bet on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Verse 26. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew, bet on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. If you say you know the Lord, are you doing what he wants you to do? Otherwise, great will be your fall, great will be my fall. Talk to God. Examine yourself. Do you need to repent? 
Do we have unconfessed sin? Secret sins? Let's not wait for it to be revealed on that judgment day. Reveal it right now. Talk to God. Any unforgive, any sin that you have, hidden sin, talk to God. Because there are only three questions that really matter. Do I know the Lord personally as my Lord, Savior, and Master? Do I know and do I do what the Lord wants me to do? And number three is my name in the book of life. Church, this is not, today is not a message about the book of life. Today is a message about a question. Is my name written in the book of life? This is not a theoretical story about whose name is or isn't in the book of life. God is clearly asking us one question. Is your name in the book of life? This is serious business. Church, talk to God. Let's stand up as we wind up this service with that question that we need to answer God. And if we need to do something about it, we need to do something about it. Because let not our names be blotted from that book of life. God is the author of that book. And it is God who, can, who writes and deletes from that book. Thank God that God is telling us today that we have an opportunity still to repent, to confess our sins, to make sure our name is not blotted out from that book. We have an opportunity to get our name written into that book of life. Thank God that we have a God who is so patient with us. Thank God that we have a God who is prepared to teach us His ways. To give us every opportunity to make it into heaven. And not burn in that lake of fire. Talk to God, church. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, that you have taught us once again, Lord, of your love. For us, Lord Father, Father God, we want to be with you, Lord Father. We want to spend eternity with you, Lord Father. Father God, we do not even want to imagine a situation where we wouldn't be with you, Lord Father. Father, we need our names in that book of life, Lord Father. And we need that it not be deleted out, be blotted out from that book, Lord. Father God, forgive us our shortcomings, Lord. The times that we have done wrong. The sins we commit day after day. Small or big. Sins which hurt you, Lord Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you will forgive us, Lord. Father, we come to you with, a, with hearts broken. A heart of repentance, Lord Father. Seeking that you touch us. Make us white as snow, Lord. Take away that sin from within us. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. Father God, it is our desire, Lord Father God. 
It is our earnest desire that every one of us here, Lord Father, in this sanctuary this day, Lord Father, will have our names written in that book of life. Amen. Father God, none of us will be found wanting, Lord Father. Father, we thank you, we praise you, Lord Father. We give all glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we thank you for your servant whom you have used to bring this word across to us, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you will bless him and his family the more, Lord Father. You will anoint him the more, Lord Father, so he can bring to us greater truths from your word, Lord. We commit him and his family into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Church, let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.